Welcome to yet another episode of Athena Speaks, the podcast where we break down societal barriers that tell us just exactly how to be women and instead empower and encourage one another to be the confident, self-assuring, badass goddesses that we already know we are. Uh, okay. Is it time? Is it happening? <laughs> oh. oh. Ladies, ladies, welcome. Welcome, ladies. Wow. We're back. We're freaking back. We don't know if, if you've missed us. Oh, man. But, but honestly, we've missed us. No, no one. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, no one's missed us. Nobody said it. <laughs> Goddamn word. Honestly, like I, it's been radio silence. I haven't had yeah. a single person. I have had my, my aunt. My aunt in Houston was like, hey, are you, are you guys still doing the podcast? No, I told my mom. Like that, that we was were... it. The, there, no one else has said anything. None of my friends, nothing. We haven't gotten any like DMs. No DMs. No, it's been like the freaking been radio silence. People are like, oh, thank God. No, it's, it's like done. This... we don't have to support them anymore. Yeah. My mom today, she goes, I go, she's like, so what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, well, you know, like I'm doing this and this. And then I was like, and Sydney's coming over and we're going to record. She goes, oh, I thought you guys were like kind of done with that. Okay. Like she was trying to be positive, but she was surprised that here we are. I think that people were unsure. I think maybe some of the people thought that we had a falling out. Oh, that's a good, that's a fair. You know, like maybe that's why they weren't asking any well, questions. And we did go from recording like every week to every other week to like nothing. <laughs> like we, <laughs> we slowly, slowly tapered off. We, we slowly literally quit coaching soccer to spend more time doing this. And then we were like, uh, better uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay but we actually have a pretty quality excuse as yeah. to why we took a hiatus yes yeah. which is where the piping hot tea comes in <laughs> i don't even know how to say this I'm out gonna, loud i'm gonna be honest like i didn't realize that was a tea emoji it just looked like gruel <laughs> and so i was like piping hot yeah that's what we are piping hot <laughs> piping hot stuff and then as we sit here and we're talking about it i'm like oh, oh tea. it's tea that was tea it was tea like piping hot cauldron <laughs> piping hot witches yes <laughs> polyjuice potion yeah polyjuice i mean potion. It, it is november yeah i did make a squash and as a part of our meal yeah it's still kind of spooky season yeah okay no so on exact i know the date exactly september 11th lucy and i recorded and basically it was like a vlog style recording where we were having a girls night and we were drinking wine and we were watching twilight yes um because what we didn't tell you guys before we took our hiatus was that we had this like really weird twilight bench at least i did i read all of the books you, and watched all of the movies you really initiated my twilight bench because i too read i read two of the books okay and then i watched the rest of the movies and then i reread like some stephen king so technically i didn't i wasn't as committed but i reread all the books and watched all the movies in one week no and to the point where i don't think that you guys understand that like sydney's like reenacting scenes from the movie and like i hear <laughs> I hear her breathing and I also see the sweat as if you could outrun me. No, I know. Like she, she like, she, I know she practiced before she filmed it like that. That's the level we're at everyone. Okay. And I'm getting, and I'm getting Snapchats throughout the day, which honestly, I feel like Snapchat is becoming outdated. So here we are. Chugi still. No, no. Like Gen Z, I think is like out on Snapchat, mm -hmm. but the younger group, like my niece's age, they yeah. use they they're snappers okay. they snap, snap well i like don't really snap i i mean i kind of but sydney sends me oh i snap all the time i know you do but sydney Sid, sydney 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 sends me snaps of her like 
talking about Edward as if he's real. She's like, Edward wouldn't treat me this way. (laughs) Edward wouldn't let me do this. If Edward were here and I'm like, okay, we're deep. So we had our last, we had a girl's night. Yeah. And we watched Twilight. We watched the last one. Yes. And I made like a really scrumptious meal. And then we had to order pizza. We made stay upstairs. Yeah. And we drank way too much box wine. Mm Mm-hmm. Which in hindsight, hindsight, not a great idea, but also like in hindsight, in hindsight, we didn't know though. We're new. I know. We're new. Well, so that happened. And then honestly, I just got really busy and I didn't edit all of our clips together. Mm -mm. And I said to Lucy, I was like, dude, I'm sorry. Like this episode is not going out this Tuesday. It's just going to have to wait. And Lucy's like, it's fine. Whatever. Well, um, then (laughs) that Friday is, I think when I no sydney sydney calls me at like 6 30 a.m okay and, and okay. i'm and i'm outside with my dog and tay answers the phone and then i come inside with with remy and he looks at me and he goes you need to call sydney back and i was like what do you mean he goes she just called me like sobbing like it wasn't i mean she called you sobbing but i answered the phone and it wasn't just like crying it was like it was hyperventilating. No, it was sobbing. And Tay was like, I didn't know what to do. So I, I like, just... Is, is, is Lucy there? <laughs> and Tay was like, hey, Sid, uh, I'll uh, have her call you back, all right? And, I, and then he... I don't want to say that he panicked, but he recognized the level of panic. And he was like, you need to call her. Yeah. So I did. So she did. And basically what had happened was I found out, <laughs> I found out in like the most inconvenient of ways that I was with child, which I just don't, I, I don't even know how to say the word pregnant. It sounds so gonna, harsh. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It sounds har- pregnant. Like it, you, it know, is, okay. you say it like that, like you're vomiting. No, no. You know or what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, you know, those MTV commercials that are like live above the influence. I feel like my commercial comes on next where it's like, like videos of me like really sad and alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I was very shocked. That's a really kind way to say that to the people that don't actually know you. Like, I I feel like hopefully at this point, you guys, like I forgot that I was a 28 year old in a five year committed relationship with a good job. I like uh, immediately assumed that I was going to be on team mom. No, it was almost as if you had gotten like a terminal illness news. I know my mom came and like came over that day and she was like, why do you look like you have cancer? Exactly. Like, like, why do you look like you just had the worst news delivered? I mean, I think, I don't think that you all understand that, that Sydney told me this and she's crying and I'm like really excited. And then it made her mad that I was excited. I was pissed. She was really mad. Well, and I think eventually I want to do a full episode on this because I think that of course, like it's easy for other people to be excited because it's not them. No, it's definitely not me. <laughs> it's not them. And and it is exciting. Like it actually is a really exciting thing if that's something that you want to be excited about. But in that moment, I did not care to be excited. I was really upset and really just kind of angry because I felt like I had done everything that I needed to do to prevent this situation yes you're uh yeah an intelligent woman yeah you know you know the risks yeah i know the risk you know like drink responsibly i sex responsibly yeah you do you know like i i I feel like yeah i'm responsible yeah we've like taken the classes yeah so read the book i was really frustrated and it was just kind of like a shock and all sorts of things but eventually i would like to do a full episode because there are so many things that i'm am learning over the past few months that I, i just I, it makes me even more of a feminist. 
And of course, like out of all of the pregnancy symptoms, like the, the really the only one I have is like intense hormones, just like increased emotion. Like there's a lot of tears. There's a lot of anger. There's actually like I Googled the other day violence in pregnant women because I <laughs> I was trying to like understand if it was like normal for me to feel the like rage that I was feeling. Yeah, I don't think anybody is shocked to hear that you're like an emotional pregnant woman. No, no one's shocked by that. But anyway, I do want to say that now I am very excited. I'm pumped. I can't wait. I'm not excited to be pregnant. I don't think I ever will, to be honest with you. I don't really still feel it honestly sucks. I don't feel like you are pregnant because you aren't like you still look the same. Well, and also it like you have a sweatshirt. I know, but you're also like the first my first friend that's like having a baby. And I'm just like. I know. And everybody's so pumped and excited and that's really great. And, but it, but it's not like real for me yet. It wasn't, I don't know. It was like, it is real. I don't mean that to sound like yeah, I'm not really no, no, excited. No, I get it. I, but I think, but it's also, it's still far away. It's like once upon a dream, if I'm going to sing it. I know. Well, song. you sound like Andrew. He's like, we still have six months. I'm like, bro, that is not a long time. There's no, so not. much to do. No, there's so much to do, which I'm really pumped for. Sign me up. There's so much to do. So, but I am really excited now. It's it's great. But that, that was why we took a lull because I just needed a second to like catch my breath and understand what the hell was going on. And to transition, we were getting ready for my bachelorette trip. <laughs> and Sydney was also really emotional about that. It's not happy. And was really not happy. And and I didn't know how to be there because I knew she wasn't happy, but then I was supposed to be happy. And it was a really just a really interesting time. It was a very interesting time. Yes. But it all worked out yeah we batched we batched you know it was great i wish i could have batched a little harder with you guys man if that isn't a phrase by now it should be it just is like are you freaking kidding me (laughs) this is can i just say i that was my first bachelorette trip i've ever been on and i had to be sober yeah i know that it's not about me but but it, it was of, in my mind about me a little bit because I was like I'm fucking pissed. Like, this As is, anyone would be, I yeah. would be pissed. I was pissed. But you know what's really cool is I've started to think about all of because spoiler alert, we're having a girl. Her name is Colgan, and I've been thinking about all of the the like the I'm gonna make a list of all the fun things that like Colgan got to do with me yes. before she came out. And she got to go on a bachelorette trip. That's exciting. Yeah. She got to listen to her aunt be really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. And just laugh. A lot. A lot of drinking. Yeah. You know, spend way too much money well, on crap And I legs. will say that I... Oh, God. Always ask for the market price. I will say that, you know, I... Honestly, I ended up having a great time because I actually relaxed. I know. Like, there was no part of me that felt tired after that trip. I felt refreshed. I felt rejuvenated. I, felt I was like, like death. I know. <laughs> I literally, I'm like, oh my God, all these bitches have to go to work tomorrow. I'm like, so do I, but I feel great. I'm like ready for the, I'm ready for Monday. On the way home, Sydney is like, there's this really awesome like podcast <laughs> documentary that we need to listen to. And I like also really wanted to listen to it, but I felt my neck feeling as <laughs> if it felt in the newborn stage of just like limp neckness. And I knew that I was going like a, li- I knew it was happening. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help it. Like I felt my my jaw loosen. Yeah. And and she passed out. Yeah. But I was ready <sighs> to go. You were ready to go. And I got so great glad. sleep. Yeah, you did. And, and excellent sleep. 
excellent sleep. You exercise. I exercised, got to lay out on the beach. I <laughs> ate well. <laughs> it was all, oh, it was really, really great. It's all the things I did not do. Yeah. So I w- needed to ask you, how was your time? <laughs> Uh, okay so for those of you that are not i don't know on my social media which is fine if you're not because i'm really not that exciting on social media i probably should be but i'm not anyway aldi still hasn't contacted me (laughs) i'm still upset about that um but my trip was really great so we get into town Mind you, let me just go through the the cast of characters for my list. We have uh, the moms, mother. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, this is great. I love this. I know. <laughs> I, I I'm going to give just a quick disclaimer. In our first episode, Bachelorette, mm-hmm. our Bachelorette, let's get this girl married. Wow, that feels like a really long time ago. We're yeah. literally in my closet. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. With one mic, there's so many memes. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but now that I've experienced it. I don't, I feel like there's a lot of things that maybe I made assumptions about that I just like, I shouldn't have like stated. I feel like if that makes sense, like Mm -hmm. I really actually did enjoy things being cheesy and me being the center of attention. It was really great. I know, but we all knew you would. Yeah. Because you were like, well, no, I've decided I don't really want any decoration. No. And I was like, "Hmm, I'm about to make the Instagram wall of a lifetime. Yeah. And you did. But yes, it was not something that I initially thought I wanted, but I really, really enjoyed it. And all my friends, everyone played their part. I had like my high school friends that came in. Yeah, just you go know. through. I can, I need you to. Yeah, I'm gonna cast. Yeah, cast. I'm casting. Yes, I'm ready. So we had the mothers, aka my mom and my mother-in-law, that came in, who just like handled things. Mm-hmm. Then then the aunts came, but and the fun aunts. Mm-hmm. And I don't normally call them aunts. Tay calls his aunts aunts, and now I feel like I ha- I have to call them aunts. My aunt came, yeah. and Tay's aunt came. Yeah. And they came and then I had, you know, like I had the friend that, the, that like is the drink maker, my bartender friend mm-hmm. who like knows, knows all the things, the mixologist, the mixologist that came. And then I had my, my Midwestern friend that, that doesn't say vowels like everyone oh else. Oh my God, I freaking love this woman. And the thing is the, the greatest thing about her is that I, whenever I'm around someone that has like a Midwestern accent. I'm I'm so in love with that accent that I start to also no, you have pick it up. one. I know and your roots and like I'm I'm like partially making fun of them, but also like in a loving way. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that they are so deep in it that they don't notice that I'm doing it. Or they, or I'm they, like, oh no, Emily, oh no, let or, me scoop by ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or when Emily does realize it, which is my Midwestern friend who like drinks Bush Light, mm-hmm. always. Hi classic she's such a classic freaking classic but she also knows she knows this thing so she came and she's like also my college best friend so we're like listening to music from college and this was the time where we drank like burnett's vodka also let me just say that she and i shared a really small bed and every morning she woke up to me cuddling her yes she's very cuddly she's a cuddly she's got a cuddly figure i was big spoon like spooning her i know which is funny to think about because emily's literally six feet tall (laughs) like actually six feet tall like her and tay look each other in the eyes Mm -hmm. when they speak (laughs) i just look up at both of them like i'm their child yeah it's fine (laughs) so she came which was amazing emily i love you and and how you pronounce all of your vowels Mm -hmm. um and then all of my like my high school crew came so it's like the boys are back in town aka the ladies are back in town and it was just again like i have a really 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 like still so so athletic friend 
who just like the grind does not stop. Mm-mm. And then I have another friend who is just like super, just like giggly about a lot of things and just like really lightens the room and just is like here to have a good time. And then I, I have my mixologist friend and all of them together. Like we just bring out the stupid, like all the stupid comes out, mm-hmm. but at the right time, it's like the right, right time for stupid and silly and like jokes. Right. And it was really wholesome. And then I had my, um, like my grown up friends that came, my adult life friends that showed up, that rolled in, that and came then in you had hot. Your pregnant friend. And then I had my pregnant friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was not, there were not like, not a lot of, there was, there was not like a, the, the girl that smokes a lot of cigarettes that didn't happen, but there was like some vaping that happened, mm-hmm. like some jeweling you know, and some other things. <laughs> you sound like such a square. I am a square. There was like some vaping that went on. There was like a little bit of jeweling. Ah. Yeah. God. Man, <laughs> Sydney wishes it was her. It wasn't her. God, it wasn't me. It wasn't you. No, it wasn't me. No. And then everyone is like in a relationship. So we all just. It was, it was a very, very like tame time. Yeah. But also fun at the same time. Yo, I, yes, exactly. Like. It was just like, it was the right amount of like, I don't even want to say party, but, but that's the only way to describe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, I mean, there wasn't any like drama aside from the UT game. Oh yeah. Sorry, Mary. I know. Aside from that moment, but otherwise it was really great. And what was really great is that all of our schedules were the same. So we were all fine with not going out to the bar at night. Right. We all stayed in and played all of the drinking games. I feel like everybody went to bed pretty early because I was going to bed first. Yeah. And I'm, then people were in bed. Like I was not asleep yet by the time most people were coming to bed. I think the latest we all stayed up was 12, 12 ish. But we also, again, mind you, like woke up at 9 a.m. to go to the beach and like day drink all day. So it wasn't like we were sleeping until 12. And, right. you know, like there was there was some time. Um, the funeral night was a huge success mm-hmm. aside from the $80 crab legs, but I, which I have to talk about. <laughs> so we go to this, this bar called, called AJ's, which is an oyster bar. And Sydney, of course, with her cravings, craving happened. So we were going to get crab legs. Yeah. And so we were like, yeah, like, let's do it. But, Done. <laughs> but also this is before like the entire group knew that I was growing an extra heart. And I was like trying really hard to not say anything because it was like pretty early along at this point. And I like hadn't told even some of my family yet. And dude, Tay's aunt, <laughs> Tay's aunt, poor thing. She overheard me like talking to Emily because Emily knew. And I was well, like, you had to tell her because you guys were sharing a room and if things got weird. We were sharing room and like yeah. day one, we went to the liquor store and I and she overheard me being like, do you guys have any like non-alcoholic options? <laughs> and she was like what's going on so I told Emily like immediately but then so I'm talking to Emily I'm like dang I really want oysters like god this sounds so freaking good and Tay's aunt was like girl get the oysters yeah she was like Sydney we are on vacation she was like no 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 we are on vacation order a drink order some oysters she's like what are you on a diet or something and I literally was like something like that yes (laughs) <laughs> she was really like just she so was kind. Really, no, she was she so was kind. She was really up. trying to hype yes. me up, and I think she thought that I was just like one of those women that like takes my body way too seriously and just like wasn't drinking or eating oysters because when have you? 
What's that like? I don't know what that's like. And, and and that's not her for thinking that because that was what I, that's how I was acting. I was like, I can't eat the ice shop. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't have that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, great. but that happened there, which was just hilarious. Yeah. And then we, so I ordered crab legs. Oh my God. No, but none of us asked the market price for crab, crab legs, like idiots. So we're like, yeah, like I'll have like the crab leg basket. And so uh, Sydney ordered that. I was like, yeah, like when in freaking Destin let me do that it's my my trip my mom is like yeah baby like dinner's on me i love you so much i'm like mom that's really kind thanks i'm i'm gonna get some oysters and my dinner was not on her so we all get our <laughs> tickets and like have you ever been at a party where like you slowly smell the silent fart mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what <laughs> happened when all of us got our bill like everybody's facial expression changed mm-hmm. not for the better Except for Jen. Jen was like, I'd pay it again. I'd order them again. Yeah, I know. I'd get them a hundred more times. I, I was like, oh, I don't know if I would, honestly, because <laughs> halfway through eating those crab legs. No, you started to feel not. Yeah, I, I felt too. really sick. And I was like, this is disgusting. And so am I. Yeah. Like I looked down and saw that there was like crab juice on my elbow. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, I really feel kind of sick. And I had that bib on and like, it was oh, just, no, I forgot we had the and bib. the moist wipe was not moist. No. And we also were like all in veils. Yeah. It, it was, was just, it was, it was a lot. Not... And it was like really warm in there. And it was so warm I in there. I ordered a virgin pina colada and it was $8. <laughs> <laughs> they had to, they had to kill a virgin to put in that drink. That's why. <laughs> to get virgin actual virgin juice <laughs> for the drink authentic virgin juice straight from the gulf but honestly i feel that way with like almost every seafood and, and this is about to get weird but like the crab legs were 80 dollars, by the way yeah 80 80 and then susan and i got the crab shrimp basket which was 120 dollars it was and insane it was insane and all of my shrimp was overcooked and that is obnoxious yeah like do better well, also, like, I realized that AJ's is a very touristy place. And, and, and you know, we chose it for the oysters. Yeah, we did. Which and I the ordered. oysters and they were, were good. Great. Well, they I were... didn't have them, but they looked good and they, they were, were cheap. Great. Yeah, they were. They were so cheap. Exactly. Stupid. And that's why we went there were for the oysters. Yeah. And we should have just stuck with oysters. We should have just stuck with oysters. I could have gotten oysters Rockefeller. Yeah, and it would have been fine. That's what Emily got. Yes, it would have been fine. And we should have stuck with that and just moved on with our lives. And so, she drank her yingling. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure Emily was freaking pleased. <laughs> she was pleased. She said she ordered she ordered oysters. She ordered a mahi-mahi. And she got like three different drinks. And her meal was like 30 bucks. I know. I know. That's what happens when you're from the Midwest. You're happy <laughs> and your wallet's full. <laughs> and emily's facial expressions when she's like that sh- that shit sucks like mm-hmm. she just does this like little shoulder shrug and like purses her lips and raises her eyebrows and she's like well <laughs> and like that's all that happens and that's what happened as i'm seeing sydney like get out a knife to carve out a kidney to donate to the restaurant to pay for the crab legs and also if you guys don't know this about me i have like a very irrational fear of insects and so as we know insects do you know, have the exoskeleton. And mm-hmm. as I like eat seafood, yeah, you don't like exoskeleton. It slowly starts to remind me of that as I start to get full and then mm-hmm. I start to feel disgusted and then I have to stop. And then also the fact that like clarified butter is real, like, and mm-hmm. people are like, yes, bring me the butter. And I'm like, Ooh, what do you mean? Like, no, it's really good. 
And it's so good until it's not. No. It's, and then when it's not, it's disgusting. It's not. It's revolting. No. It, it's <laughs> like. And like you can't get to it fast enough. So it starts to get cold. Yeah. And no. It's, no, I just we have to move on. We have to move on. Yeah, we well, have to move on. So we made up for it the next night. The next dinner, the dinner oh, the next the night next was, was, was so fun. It was fantastic. And you know what? It wasn't just the dinner. The food was it was amazing. But the service was beautiful. Yes. We had like a badass waitress. We had a we had an amazing waitress. Yeah. The she, food came it was so everything was timed perfectly. It was so sharp. And then on top of that, I had such good conversation with people that night. Yes. Like I just felt really like I was I was talking to your high school friends and getting to know them better and just having like really good conversation and like laughing and really enjoying myself. It was just overall a really, really great experience. And yeah. it was so much cheaper and such a nice, it was a nice restaurant. It was really nice. But less expensive. I got the soup, some oh, soup, some like, like crab, crab bisque or something. Bisque. Yeah. Yeah. It was really and good. And a salad and a dessert and a coffee. Mm -hmm. And I spent like 30 bucks. Yeah. That's amazing. it was fantastic. Yeah, it was really nice. I will say that like the whole experience, it's just ugh, get this whole like marriage process for me has been awesome. It's also been really long. Like we've been engaged for a really long time. It feels like right. Like we're still not under 100 days. Like, I know when I not when I saw that on your counter today, I was like kind of taken aback. You were like, damn, I was like, wow, that's still. Yeah, no, for real. It's still I think we're at 123 days tomorrow will be 123 wow yeah it's still so we have a lot of time left but i will say that well, four months five months i know but god we've been engaged for like no like, four months mm -hmm. yeah that's not that long it just feels really long. no well 123 days feels long but four months is not long no but think we, about how quick the holidays are going to go by i know but it's like a year we've been engaged a year and a half yeah um, but I will say that the, in true bachelorette experience, it was really amazing just for me to be on the side of not a bridesmaid or a friend, right. Having to like meet new people to be able to like actually have all of my people in one place. Mm -hmm. Like the, the amount of just over, were you stressed about that at all? No. Like the, the, the merging of the waters? No. And let me explain why. The mer What is the, the, um... What's that thing? The uh, the something of the lakes, the land between the lakes, Maybe. the land before time. What are we talking <laughs> I about? Know. I don't know. Never mind. Never mind. The merging of the lakes. The, yeah, it doesn't matter. Just the currents going. coming through. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I have no idea. I know. I have no clue. But no, I wasn't, and this is why. I the people that I invited to go on my trip. Not that there aren't like there are other women that like I love dearly, mm -hmm. but there's not enough space to like house like 30 people yeah, to be in one place. But the, the ladies that went were the people that number one have made like a significant impact in my life. Right. Like above and beyond. I don't feel like I owe them in my friendship with them. And not that I feel like that with other people, like it's not other people's fault that I feel that way. Right. But like, you know, that level of comfort with someone to where yeah, you, it's just easy. you've just moved past like, okay, they did something nice for me. I need to remember that and do something kind for them also. Right. Right. Not that they would ever expect it, but right. for me, that's something that's hard for me to do in friendship. So number one, I'm, I'm past that point with all these people. Number two, none of these people are dramatic people. Right. 
like or or if if they are dramatic they wouldn't do that to me yeah they they wouldn't they wouldn't sit there and like make this trip not special for me right. and so the whole time I actually was really relaxed mm-hmm. like it's probably the most relaxed I've ever been on in a trip mm-hmm. I wasn't even worried about us getting to places on time I which know. if you know that me was fantastic which if you know me no you know you know I well, and even... that, I think that also set the tone for the second dinner mm-hmm. because the first night we we tried we tried to get there a little bit earlier because we were worried about wait times but once yeah. we realized that it wasn't that no that it didn't matter that it didn't matter and we kind of just chilled and and like went whenever we decided to go mm-hmm. that also set the tone for the second dinner which was was just really great i cannot say enough good things so overall a good experience overall my trip was really great i wish it was longer mm-hmm. um only because it's hard to like travel and then go to work on a monday right. when you drink on your trip yeah aka me drinking all the things um one of my favorite things that we did do like a cocktail night like where you dressed in a color and you made a cocktail Mm -hmm. and i would do that as like a girl's night now because it was just that was really cool it was really fun i think that that was really the only time that i was like genuinely jealous of not being able to drink yeah because for the most part I, i it was fine like i was like there were like a couple of moments on the beach where I'm like, dang, like I really would love to like have a white claw right now. But then by the time it like the clock struck four, yeah, I'm like, thank God I haven't been drinking all day. But right. that night I was a little bit jealous because everybody's drinks looked so good. Yeah, they were. Susan's looked so good. I know. God, Susan's also like such a creative genius in that. Um, you you guys remember Susan from when we interviewed her? She's just insane. Yeah, and she literally made this like her color was purple but mm-hmm. she made this like dope purple cocktail it was really oh, cool it was so and it sounded so cool. good and tiff tiff made t- um espresso martinis espresso yes because her color was she was like i don't know what i, ha- I like it. she didn't want to like go buy new stuff she's like what should i wear should i do tan i'm like yeah do it and then i was like you could do tequila and then of course susan was like or espresso martinis espresso and- am i saying it wrong with an x x espresso oh, just add it to the list of things i mispronounce no it's fine a lot a lot of people mispronounce have you guys it. heard sydney slowly trying to correct me too in such a kind no, way espresso i just espresso. No, no 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 it's fine because <laughs> you know what it's really fine because you're not you're not like one of those um women that like drinks them very often no i drink them never i know you drink them never i i would be really upset if you drank them often and you were like i just like love espresso martinis <laughs> Because I, I've heard that before and it like really, really irks me. I'm like, you idiot. Oh, it is. It does have. I'm it. like, do you really love it? Do you even know what it's called? You dodo head. Like, yeah. I don't oh, have time for you. Yeah. But yes, it, it was that. That was a really fun night. That was, that cool. was sweet. Jen, she was um, she wore all of green and she made dirty martinis. I know. And those oh, oh, really they were good. so yummy. God. They were so yum. And my mom wore like this really cute pink, light pink dress and had rosé. Mm-hmm. And then my aunt Leslie had like a red Miomi Pinot Noir. It was really great. I got hammered this night. No one else did except for me. Yeah, you were having a really good time. I was having a really good time. But you know what? It was my night. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Yeah, I mean, it's just because you stuck with the um, cocktails. You know, the smart ones like Emily was like, I got to move on to my bush light. Yeah. (laughs) I got to I got to crack open here a bush light. Yeah. And it was so perfect because Emily also doesn't really sound like that. Um, It's only sometimes (laughs) I love you. (laughs) She cracks me up. She like pulls out a bush light and literally the packaging. (laughs) 
hunting camo and bright orange i know it's ha- no it was halloween themed no it was it was like hunting theme i thought it was halloween themed for october a spooky bush light i don't think so a spook light i think it was like deer season themed I guess I could see both. I could see both. I just finished awesome. drinking some of the leftover ones in my fridge because she oh, maybe it was them. Halloween. Well, anyways, here we are. It was a really, it was a really great time. Yeah, I do it again. I, I would do, do the whole again. thing again. I also have come up with like a very excellent hangover prevention mm-hmm. remedy that I utilized on this trip, and it just further reinforced the uh, the recipe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you'd like to have that concoction, just DM us. Just DM us please please thanks or just like say hi in our dms something please or like interact with us in any way thanks (laughs) as we were like sitting here rambling about all these things i'm like oh man the listeners are like probably not gonna care and i'm like "Eh, the listeners they're not they don't exist no they're not really there they don't really listen to us we can say whatever we want on here yeah we really can yeah we can just pop off we can just pop it off. which i'm excited to do now because yeah yeah now that you guys have been caught up on our lives on the, the, bin, on bin, the bin, bin, like what what's happening <laughs> <laughs> you so know sorry. every girl the business business oh <laughs> did you practice that today tell me you no did. i just came you to did it the business business <laughs> yeah that's pretty good right yeah it was but you don't yeah i can only hear the next part i like a long <laughs> yeah yeah okay here we are <laughs> oh man no um we actually like more like by we i mean sydney yes has really been looking into this because she works in the corporate world and this is a realistic a realistic thing for her as opposed to myself i'm just trapped trapped in the system with the man forever yeah but i feel like it's still relevant to you because it is made i did make decisions you're right decisions so right fair basically right now the workforce you know how it's like a seller's market for the for housing Yes. Well, in the work world, it's an employee's market. I'm going to be honest. I thought you were talking to our listeners for a second. I had to realize you were actually talking to me. So I apologize. I'm talking to both. I'm talking to both. So it's a seller's market in the housing market. Yeah. In in the work world, Mm -hmm. it is an employee's market. Like we have the power, essentially. Yeah. Because there's this thing called the great resignation and it's being talked about. (laughs) Do Do you not hear like... My the organ voice no the organ playing oh the great resignation the, uh, like the uh, uh, like <laughs> all the fingers are being utilized on the like double keyboard yeah and they're long and bony and they're long and bony no <laughs> nail polish yeah okay um the great resignation is basically people are like it's like a mass exodus yeah not Exodus. Sorry, I was trying to make an espresso <laughs> espresso joke, but it's the wrong time. Okay, <laughs> my bad. A mass exodus of people. They're just le- They're just leaving. They're just getting the hell out because yeah. they're tired and they're fed up. No, but really, I think it kind of starts with. I think it's a lot of things, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it on Athena is because I think it's really re- relevant to women, and I think that we're a big reason for it too, in the best way. So first of all, it starts kind of with quarantine. We all went through quarantine, right? Mm -hmm. And most of us, I mean, I I don't want to like be, no, we're not trying to lump everyone together. No, I don't, no, I don't want to lump everyone together. And I definitely don't want to take away from anyone's like bad experience with quarantine. Cause some people went through some like really hard mental health things during quarantine. And like, that was not good. 
and I recognize that and I realize that, but I think a lot of us realized the importance of just kind of slowing I, down. I freaking loved quarantine. I loved quarantine so much. I, I loved If I it. could go back to oh, it, yeah. I, yeah. what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. I really personally loved it. Yeah, me and Box Wine. It was just nice to have a full stop and to have a, like a legitimate reason to like not be able to do things. And it was, it was nice. And then you're... And I know that this was a little bit different for you, Lucy, because you weren't teaching. Mm-hmm. But for me and for so many other people, we were still working. But for the first time, we're working remote like 100%. And it was incredible. I, I mean, like, I've never enjoyed working more than I did in that time. And it wasn't because I was just sitting around, like, not actually working. I was, right. I was still doing my job and working mm-hmm. hard and, like still taking my career seriously, but I felt like my work-life balance was so much better. And, um, and it's, so people started realizing during quarantine what they value, you right. know? Yeah. And, and a lot of that is like, well, I've, I really value time with my family. Like I spent a lot of time playing monopoly with my family mm-hmm. in quarantine. And that was really wonderful. And I want to do more of that. Or I Wait, really value really my that? time. Did you just make that up? Well, Andrew and I monopoly? played Rummy Cube. I know Rummy Cube is fine. Like Monopoly is like the longest game. No, I hate ever. Monopoly. Me too. And I don't know why as a kid people act like that that crap is fun. Well, we had we have Millennial Monopoly. It's and still that's not fun. fun. Uh, how? Because Sell it's me. like kind of funny. No, I hated it every second. I didn't care. Yeah, no, Monopoly does suck. But we did play Rummy Cube. Yeah. And, or other people are like, I really value my time with nature. You know, because yeah. people actually or spend reading, time outside or, or reading. like writing, whatever or it may painting. be, or just like yes. binge drinking, whatever. You know, like I value my time with box wine. Yeah. So people started to kind of like reshape their values and reshape how they look at work for so long. America has been like grind, 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 like work, 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 work. I mean, my boss the other day, or actually it was today, someone, and, and he's older, he's a boomer and another boomer said double like, boom, double boom, um, double B's gave, <laughs> gave so boomer two gave boomer one, boomer one is my boss. Boomer 2 gave Boomer 1 a shout out because Boomer 1 came into the office at 2 in the morning to work on a project. For and he was, why? And he was like, I, you know, she's just, she's just like so dedicated. And Ew, no, blah, blah, blah. So And I'm unhealthy. like, no, that's really unhealthy. And like, I don't like, I guess good for you. I don't know. Like, no, I he have was nothing like, good for no. you. And he was like, I don't know. I just couldn't sleep. So I just like got out of bed and go to therapy, drove to the office and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, when I can't sleep, I like binge watch Gilmore Girls and eat raw cookie dough. Like, I'm not about to, like, you know, fire up the old laptop and, like, get to writing. Like, I just don't understand. And so it's it's things like that. Like, and that is such an American mindset. And it has been for so long. Or it's like I've I've heard older generations say things like, well, yeah, if you give people, you know, 15 days of PTO, they're going to use every single one of them. Uh, yeah. And you're like, yeah, exactly. That's what it's there for. Like, that's right. what that means. And so people are just valuing things differently and so all these all these workers are just leaving their positions because they can actually find jobs that give them those things there are jobs out there that will pay you the salary that you want and also let you work from home 100 percent. there are jobs out there that give you certain benefits that help you maintain certain values in your life mm-hmm. and and so everyone's leaving 
And I think obviously quarantine had a lot to do with that. I think Gen Z coming into the workforce has a lot to do with that. I personally, I freaking love Gen Z. They, they just like don't care. <laughs> they, well, they, they, they really they do. They care. I think they're so empathetic. I think they're such an empathetic generation. They care about others so much, mm -hmm. but they also really, really, really listen to themselves and they set really strong boundaries. I appreciate the boundary setting. I don't appreciate that everyone gets canceled. Gen Z's, I'm sorry. There are some no, things. No, but I think even Gen Z's are like, I, I don't think... Whoever's in charge of cancel culture, I no, just don't I really like are, you. No, I think people are over... Everyone's over cancel culture. That's like internet trolls that are in charge of cancel culture. It's mm. literally just internet trolls. It's not yeah. like... So people... Okay. Yeah. I... I Yes. And I also don't want to... Because like I think about like, for example, like my my stepdad is a contractor and he owns his own business and he like mm. truly does work his ass off. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with having that mindset as long as you enjoy it. And it's something that you can not feel guilty for leaving if you need to take time for yourself. I think that's right. really more so the difference because the, the American mindset in for so long and when people, I mean, we just had a kid at the school I work at, whose family moved to England yeah. and they've moved home mm -hmm. and the kids are just like, they're having like reverse culture shock. They're just like, eh, like yeah. they're like, Oh my gosh, are you so happy to be back? And they're just kind of like, eh, mm -hmm. because the mindset is so different. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with working hard, but I also do think that there is such, such a need for you to know your boundaries and to set them initially. Like oh, when we talked about hard is not the issue. No, though. It's, it's like working hard and then also like relaxing hard. Right. Or like playing hard. Right. And we, whatever. We're and totally like finding the balance. Yeah. We totally like talked about this when we talked about our burnout, burning out. Yeah. Burnout. Burnout. Oh, it sounds weird when I say it like that. Anyway. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you feel like Nirvana's playing in yeah. the background and I'm wearing parachute pants. Yeah. Or like I'm under the bleachers. Like I'm a and, burnout. And things yeah. are smoky. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. So that's really the thing. Like Sydney and I were talking about this because for, for teaching it's, it's different. Right. Because I have to go to work. Like it's mm -hmm. weird. Like I would honestly die if I had to teach kindergartners virtually right. forever. I mean, I need you guys to imagine like your hair being on fire. Mm-hmm. And you only have like shaving cream to put it out, but you can't reach it because your hands are in like oiled gloves and everything's like. Or you're like Edward Scissorhands. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just not good. And so they they need me to be there. And but I will say that I, I did move schools. So now my commute is literally like what? A fifth of what it used to be. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't just about moving schools. And, and that's not just what the great resignation is about. It's not just about working remote. Some people don't like working remote. Like where some people want a hybrid schedule, but it's, it's also about like, can you find a company or in your case, a school that values what you value more closely mm -hmm. as a human being, not just as a worker, right. But as a human being as well. And, and I think that that was also part of you finding a new job too. Yeah. It's, it's definitely being in a place where you're not just a space. Yes. Or, or recognizing that you personally, because you are more than just a space to like take your PTO or take your sick days. Right. Or if you have to schedule a doctor's appointment in the middle of the day and you have the time to take off, then do it. Or yep. when you're at home on the weekends to not check your email. Yes. And to have um, a place to work that supports you doing that. Mm -hmm. And not only supports you doing that, but encourages you to, to be in that type of place. Yes. There's this article that... 
I read about this whole phenomenon and I sent it to Lucy and one of the quotes, which directly correlates to what you just said is many people who have been part of this movement explain their choices as a result of reevaluating their lives and where they derive meaning. In this case, a resignation crisis feels like a limiting metaphor when leaving a job may just be a collateral to deeper realignment in American work life. So it's literally, and, and it also says things like, Others report for for going foregoing opportunities for money or status in exchange for greater flexibility and self determination. So people literally, and like what you just said, like, no, I'm not just a number, right? I'm not just just another brain to fill this space and take up this role. I also have needs, and one of those things for me, and Lucy just said this to me earlier tonight. I have to take, and I'm speaking for Lucy, she said, I, I need to take a mental health day like once every couple of months. I require it. My therapist suggests that for me. Right. You know, and I think that that's, that's really like difficult for a lot of people to understand, yeah. especially I think maybe an older generation to understand just because it wasn't really spoken about. But I think yeah. the important thing is like, and that's why I'm, I, say that I love Gen Z and I really want to try to embrace them. No, they are we, very pro mental health. Well, we have, well, we have to embrace younger generations mm -hmm. because if we don't, then like we, we get stuck. If we don't embrace Gen Z, then we will be the ones that they're frustrated with just the same way that we get frustrated with like the boomer generation yeah. for being so stuck in their ways. I want to embrace that change and learn from them. Mm hmm. But also teach them what I know too, right, you know, right. and guide them in what I know and what I've learned the past yeah. however many years of being an adult. So, but I think the third thing, so I said quarantine and Gen Z, mm -hmm. but I think also I'm finding this trend in my own like personal life with my own friends. It's more common in women. Like they're the ones that are like, wait, hold on a second. I actually don't think that this is like what I want to do. I, I deserve more. And I think that they're also a big push for the great resignation, which is why I wanted to talk about it on Athena, because I think that it, I, I, I couldn't be happier to have, be having a daughter because like what a freaking time to be a woman, right? Like things are changing so much for us. Right. And I think that, We've talked a lot before on the podcast about how oftentimes women are just happy to be here, mm -hmm. you know, and that's been a very common theme for so long. I think we're moving past that. I think we're moving past like just happy to be here and actually saying, wait, hold on. I look around me and I see all these, all these people, all these women, men, even empowering me and telling me that I have the strength, telling me that I have a voice telling me that like I can be confident and assertive in all of these things. And so, okay, great. Then I'm going to create an environment for myself that I appreciate and can thrive in. Yeah. I, I just watched this TikTok yesterday and mind you, like, I think I get on TikTok once every two weeks because otherwise it's like the wormhole it's we talked about. Black hole. But this, this woman was talking, she's holding her, her newborn, not newborn, like one-year-old baby on her hip. And mm -hmm. she's like, Hey, I, uh, I'm a business owner. My husband has a career, but I'm a, I'm a business owner. Right. And she's, she owns a bakery. And in this TikTok video, she talked about how 
she has to go to like the restaurant depot to like buy like a hundred pounds of flour, like X amount of sugar, like all this stuff for the bakery with her baby, like strapped to her chest. Right. right. And that's her work, her normal work, work time right. and how her husband had the day off. And she was like, I don't have time to go do that. And he was like, Oh yeah, like I'll do it for you. Like right. I'll take the baby like awesome. And she was like the amount of praise that this man got for parenting his child and mm -hmm. working for me, whereas I go there every single day and I get nothing. No one's helping me lift the flower. No one's batting an eye that like I'm out here doing this. No one gives me any lick of praise. And so I think about this movement and I think about this idea that women are maybe at the forefront of it is because for the, for, for a lot of homes and a lot of families, especially with working women, we still work. And then we also still have all the other stuff to do right? because it's not necessarily, and I'm not meaning that as a dig at dads because there's a lot of really, really great dads and please don't take that that way. But I will say that you think about a stereotypical, if, if I'm going to be on SNL and I'm going to talk about a stereotypical dad, Right. They talk about how they're going to babysit their kids. Right. Or how what they do the bare minimum. Like, oh, you've changed a diaper. You like, here's your crown. Like all of these things. Whereas women come home from work, from working their 40 hour week. Right. And in addition to their 40 hour week of work, they also are caring for their kids, doing homework, signing the field trip forms, going grocery shopping, planning the dinners, packing the lunch, doing the laundry, right. cleaning the bathroom. Like all of those things are happening. And then these women are finally like, I'm so sorry, Carmel. Yeah. We haven't said that in a long time. I'm so sorry, Carmel. I'm so sorry, Carmel. But they're they're done, and they're and they're realizing like actually there should be more time for me in my day. Right. Number like number one, there should be because right. I'm really valuable. Right. Not only at at home, obviously, but mm -hmm. but also at work too. So yeah, but like professionally and personally, and in your friendships and in your relationship and whatever. And I think that like, you know, in and I would definitely say that. If, if that is like kind of the situation that you're in as a woman, like where you're going to work and then also doing all the, all the stuff at home too. I think that once, once you have that confidence, like also at work to be like, wait a minute, hold on. Right. And, and then, then also that starts happening at home too. Right. Wait a minute, hold on. Like mm -hmm. I, I need some help here, you know? Yeah. Or, and I think that for me too, like, it's just about also like talking about that woman in the TikTok. I want to, I want to work for a company that, that values and supports and like hypes me up for wanting to be both, you know, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Like I, I, and I want them to like understand that I am going to give my all to both. Yeah, and so I need the flexibility to give my all to both, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that that's like, that that's such an important thing for women. Like, let, let me do both. I'm begging you. I want to, I want to have a career and I yeah. want to be a mom. I want to do both. Well, and the problem is, is that like women, especially, I don't necessarily define myself by my work career, but I will define myself more so by what I do at my house. If we're being honest, the, 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 what I see about not, not now, what we're kind of moving away from. But I do, I mean, we talked about this the other day where we see a lot of women who finally find themselves when they become a mom yeah. and then, and then it's hard for them to move into knowing who they are, but being able to go into a space where either at work, you're not defined by this role and at home, you're not defined by this role. 
but just in general, you just get to be you yeah, and you get to experience the beauty of both because if anyone is a good multitasker, well, they, it's a female. Yeah. Well, and also like to your point, like no, the only thing that should define who you are is, is you exactly, you know, like your child should not define who you are. Your work should not define who you are. Your partner should not define who you are. Like you should define who you are, but you need the time and the space to do so. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, because if, if you're letting something else determine who you are, then like, it's not exactly who you are. And then like, it's the whole like metaphor of like the cups being empty and not being able to spill into other cups because your cup's not full, you know? Yes. Sorry. I thought you were going to like a funny place with the cups metaphor. And I was trying to like prepare myself for the joke. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, why are you looking at me no, like that? I was like trying to like follow <laughs> you, but yes, I totally agree. And I do feel like women tend to, because of all the expectations that society places on us, it's really easy to define yourself in one realm based on the expectations of your external environment. Right. And that's why this, this movement and this thing is so awesome is because like, I don't know if it's just the age I'm at. Maybe I hopefully I hope I feel this way the rest of my life, you know, mm-hmm. but but I finally feel like I'm in a place where I I know the the woman that I am. Right. For the first time in forever. <laughs> Come on, sing it. For the first time in forever. Oh, I was going high. You were going low. You were singing. You were singing beginning. I was singing end of this. Like you were the beginning. I was finale. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, for the first time in forever In forever, um, I I finally feel like I'm comfortable and I'm comfortable in the sense of like, my personality is not the personality. Like I, I'm like a very extroverted introvert. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I'm really bubbly and bright, but I also need time to like not do things. Right. Like Sydney and I coached soccer this weekend and we thought about recording on Sunday and I was like, Sid, lovingly, mm-hmm. I need to not do anything Sunday. Right. Because otherwise I'm going to implode. I'm die. I lit. I can't. I need to come home and not do anything and not wear mm-hmm. pants, please. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, dope, cool, whatever. But um, because of that, because of that situation, I finally have realized that about myself and I... I feel like I've, I've gotten to a point where I'm comfortable canceling, but I'm also yeah. comfortable like taking my, like I said, my mental health day at work. Right. There, there are teachers that I know that don't ever leave their classroom yeah. because they say that it causes them a lot of anxiety to be away. And they say that like they're like, it's a badge of honor and I don't get it No, because please don't like misconstrue like I love my job yeah I have never loved my job more than I love my job right now I I mean truly Mm -hmm. but I also have to yeah have to yeah or like when you were a kid you said have to like with it like with an F have to like with an F Mm -hmm. yeah I have to be away from work yeah well and then it also gives you time to to do other I think also a, a big part of the podcast taking a hiatus was I got really, really, really busy at work and things got really, really hectic. And I I just, I don't think that your job should ever take away from like your passions. Right. I, I just, and, and like some people are like, Oh, well then do something you're passionate about. I am passionate about what I do, but it doesn't mean I want to do it 12 hours a day. You know, no. like there are other things that I'm passionate about. And I think that, having a situation where I can still 
coach soccer or have a podcast or whatever that is what's ideal to me that's that's where i feel valued right. if my company is giving me the time to do those things then i feel valued and then i feel like i can contribute more at work yeah and to not feel even by like your quote unquote like what i would find myself falling into is that my my need to relax and like do other things outside of work i didn't know how to do them in like a healthy amount right and so that would also exhaust me. So I just was in this con continuous cycle of exhaustion. Yeah. And it was doing things that I love, but also things that I love. And then it's just a different like environment for the love, like work love and, and home love. And it's so, so exhausting. And then like literally what happens to me is I get sick. Right. Well, but I think it, <laughs> I think it also like, we've talked about this before where you like you work so hard, you work so hard, you work so hard. And it, it, we talked about it in the burnout. And that was, that was why I drank all the rosé right? and like slept until 11 and didn't show up for work because I was doing so much at work yeah. that I felt like I had to like balance that out with fun. Yeah. And so I think that like with your hobbies, like you're doing so much at work, like you're so busy, you're working so hard. You're like, I have to balance it out with hobbies. And then the hobbies make you tired. No, have you ever And that should never happen. Your hobbies should be the thing that like relaxes you and makes you like enjoy yeah. life no have you ever seen like a small person or you where mm -hmm. you've just been like laughing really really hard and then suddenly you burst into tears yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. or like you've eaten too much candy mm -hmm. and you're like i'm fine but like and then really, you throw up yeah something. <laughs> yeah exactly and it's yeah that's how i feel like it is so long story long coming back full circle we're back hey we're back hello hi um it's been really cool to read about that because it's something that I don't think Sydney and I necessarily knew we were doing, but we've talked about constantly mm -hmm. and it's been cool to finally see that other people are recognizing that and it's becoming more normalized because what a breath of fresh air to know that, I mean, I'm in a new school and when I, I mean, the beginning of the year, you guys, like the kindergartners gave me every single germ except mm -hmm. for like covid honestly and mm -hmm. i've been tested for covid like copious amounts yeah. of times they gave me it all, all i mean i had strep cold all of it mm -hmm. stomach bug which mm -hmm. is the worst yeah it sucks Ugh. but needless to say i've gotten all these things and i was sick for like a like a day for like three weeks in a row i had to stay home mm -hmm. and i felt immense guilt because i'm new you know like right. and these kids don't know and then finally like after I got strep, which if you ever have had strep as an adult, it is the worst. Yeah. It is like the absolute freaking worst. Like deathbed worst. Like I cry to my mom. No, it hurts. It hurts It's everything. not just your throat. Like the throat goes away after the antibiotics and then it's just like your body your aches. Your body aches. It's yeah, so horrible. It's but I will say that after I had that, I was like, you know what? No, I don't feel bad for being sick. Yeah. No, that's not your fault. It's not my fault it's that I'm sick. It's literally because you go to work that you're sick. Yeah. I don't feel bad about that. And like, I don't feel bad for like taking a day to go to the dentist. Right. Because guess what? Schools are only open at the time all offices are open. Right. So like when an office opens, that's when I have to be at school. And when an office closes, that's when I, my school ends. So there's right. no time for me to like get my oil changed. Like there's yeah. no time no, for that. I, no. Yeah. To that. go get your car emissions done. And then you get tickets if you don't do it. Like, when am I supposed to do it? No, I know. And, my, and mine have expired. And I'm like, I guess I'll do it on my lunch break. But guess what? Like, it's going to take longer than my lunch break. Exactly. And then I'm going to be like back to the office and it's just like at that point you just have to say you know what like no it's done who cares i i have to do these other things exactly. that are like required of help me adult. understand no help me understand yeah, tell no. me why 
I'm here for the great resignation. I'm here for people finding what they want, especially, especially women, because I think for so long we haven't, I think that for so long we talk about this all the time and I'll say it again. I've already said it today. I said it once. I said it once. I'll say it say again. again. <laughs> no, I always do that. We always go to white Southern male. Oh my God, Sydney, <laughs> remind me speaking of white Southern male. <laughs> I have a really awesome serial killer documentary about just remind me to tell you about it before we log off. Okay. Okay. Go. But women for so long have just, you know, we just been, just been happy to be here and, and we're freaking over it and I'm over it and all the other women are over it. And like the Gen Z's, we have the Gen Z's behind us. Yeah. Okay. They're just like pushing us along with all their like, Pura Vida rings. Yeah, they're cropping our shirts. Yeah, they're cropping our shirts. Pushing us along. They're pushing us along. They're painting our nails. They're giving us gels. What else are they doing? They're putting our parts in the middle of our heads. Yeah. And I, with the power of Gen Z and like all the women around me, (laughs) vow. (laughs) With the power of the Holy Spirit and the Gen Z. Okay. I now vow. I now vow. For all of the goddesses. For all the goddesses to freaking find something that makes you, that fulfills every single area because it exists. It exists. It is a worker's market. You can find a job that pays you what you should get paid, mm-hmm. that gives you the PTO that you wouldn't want to have, the benefits that you want to have, the freaking health insurance. I mean, Christ. Like, is it that hard to have good health insurance? No, like this is another episode for I another just, day. Yeah, don't even get no, me started. Please don't. I mean, I know you. Like I could get started, but I could one hundred. It's another episode no. for another day. Yeah. But seriously, those they they exist. The jobs are out there. They exist. Go and find them. Take a chance on yourself. Take a risk. Be uh, be assertive and be aggressive and demand what you want, and don't leave for anything less than like exactly what you want. Man, it's been a while since I've said this, but on that note, oh geez. Oh geez. We're out.